This week on Talking Central Arizona Sports, playoff matchups are set for the Badgers and Bears football teams, and we take a look at the upcoming Prescott High School basketball seasons. Hello everyone, my name is Torrance Thunham and welcome to a weekly podcast catching you up on the latest with Central Arizona sports teams. Part of Talking Glass Media's Cast 11 podcast network, the show features game previews and recaps along with interviews with coaches and players and much more. We'll start off this week with the Bradshaw Mountain Bears football team which repeated as 4A Grand Canyon Region champions on Thursday with a 35-10 win at home against Lee Williams in the final regular season game. Here's head coach Bob Young. Well, a uh, proud accomplishment for, you know, these guys that worked hard, uh, you know, in the offseason, started in the offseason, and, you know, we got off to a rough start this year, 1-3, and three, and, you know, the guys uh, never gave up, quit, or they kept getting better and you know they uh, improved and improved and good things happened at the end. The Bears fell to one and three after losing to Snowflake on September 30th. That would be the last loss of the regular season for the Bears as they rolled off six straight wins and in each of those wins excluding the game against rival Prescott the Bears beat their opponent by more than a touchdown. Well, you know, I think a couple things, you know, we were banged up pretty good right out of the gate. You know, Grady Rose was hurt, Malachi Stevenson, and those two guys really have been the basis of, you know, a lot of things. They got healthy. Uh, Our defense uh, grew up. You know, our defense has been dominant, you know, ever since that. Even Snowflake, we held them to 19 points. Uh, That's pretty dang good. Uh, You know, and then uh, the sophomores that, you know, we were playing. It takes them about three games on, on on varsity level to really, you know, figure it out. So I think, you know, those three things really uh, got us to where we are right now. They now host Northwest Christian in the opening round of the playoffs at home on Friday. Northwest Christian went 8-2 and two and finished first in the 4A West Valley region with a 4-0 record. Oh, there's... They're a fine team. I mean, a preseason, they were one of the teams that, you know, that you thought had a chance to win it all. And they were a lot like us. They started out one and two, and they've won seven in a row. So, you know, they were – he's got a lot of juniors, and, you know, they've grown up too. So, they're, you know, they're a heck of a football team. You know, they've, they've definitely got a chance to go far. So, you know, we it's going gonna, it's gonna to be a great matchup. you got two teams that are hot right now. They're playing really well, and uh, it should be a heck of a ball game. I just keep playing the way we played. I mean, you know, we've just been real physical. The defense has to, you know, shut down the run game, the big pass plays offensively. If we can run the ball, I mean, that's been our recipe, you know, in our, in our winning streak. So if we can just continue to do that, you know, we've got a great chance to win. The game kicks off at 7 p.m. in Prescott Valley. And the playoff game being at home is a big advantage for the Bears. Oh, it's huge. I mean, (laughs) Uh, you know, I've been doing this a long time and the years that we've, you know, done some damage in the playoffs almost every time we've had a home game to start with. And it's just, a, and especially when you have a Phoenix team coming up here and the weather, it's going to be cold. It's not going to be stormy, but it's going to be really cold. So, you know, it's a big, big advantage. 
Prescott is also headed to the big dance after beating Mingus 55-7 to finish the regular season 8-2 and in second place in the region with a 4-1 record. The only loss being to Bradshaw. Here's head coach Cody Collette on the victory. Uh, kids came out executed, uh, did some good things offensively, and the defense was lights out all night. I'm not sure how many total yards they had, but it wasn't many. Uh, the one touchdown was a, a fumble return there that we had. Um, but offensively, I think we rushed for 300-plus yards and threw the ball. I think we were 14-17 in the past game. So um, we played a tremendous football game uh, against an improving Minga squad. So it was very encouraging heading into the playoffs. Senior Kean McKelvey scored four touchdowns in the game, continuing his excellent play after scoring three touchdowns in the previous two weeks. He's really stepped up. I think he kind of understands the gravity of the situation. It's his senior year, and Kean's a really smart kid. I uh, can go anywhere to school he wants. He's got straight-A students. I'm not sure if he's going to pursue college football, but he knows uh, his uh, time playing this great game is, is coming to an end, so I think he wants to take advantage of every moment. He's doing that for sure. It's another successful regular season for the Badgers, entering the postseason for the second consecutive year, led by their senior group of stars. Uh, obviously, a uh, ton of seniors that have played really well. We've had some so, uh, Jackson Rice played well at quarterback. Uriah Tenet's a sophomore uh, that's done a really good job. McCray Kassoon, a junior left guard. Our, our senior class, 24 strong with, obviously, Leopold, Landon Francis, Cody Hanna, um, Jake Hilton, um, the list goes on on and on. Jake Wright, ton of really good football players. Ryan Smith, Cole Gross. I mean, there's too many really solid football players in that class to name them all. And uh, uh, they've done a great job leading us all year. And uh, we're not done yet. So we got a, a really good Apache Junction opponent that we're excited about making the long trip to play. And uh, we feel like um, at our best, uh, we can be a dangerous out for anybody. The Badgers will head to Apache Junction to take on the Prospectors at 7 p.m. on Friday. Here's Collette on what he's expecting from the team that went 7-3 and overall and 2-2 two and two in the region. Well, they've played a, a tremendous schedule. They're very much like us. We played them two years ago in the regular season in a very tight game. Uh, it was 23-20 in 2020, um, and they were very young then, and we were very young then. So I think both those teams have kind of come of age and are ready to play each other, and I think uh, it's two really, really good football teams. They got an unbelievable set of triplets with an incredible receiver in Garcia, 22. Uh, Isaiah Savoy, their running back, has close to 1,700 yards, and, and Lamangelo is one of the better quarterbacks in 4A or the state. So we're really excited. It's, it's a great challenge. They're a tremendous, tremendous opponent, and we feel like we're pretty good too. So uh, whoever gets out there to Apache Junction on Friday, I think you're going to see a heck of a ball game. Kickoff is 7 p.m. A season preview for Prescott High School boys and girls basketball is coming up, but first, Christmas music has returned to stores and on the radio. Thanksgiving is next week, and that means the official start of the winter season is on the way. Can your heater handle it? Schedule your fall tune-up today with Yavapai Plumbing and Heating. Go to ypeinc.com for all the info you need. That's ypeinc.com. Welcome back to Talking Central Arizona Sports. With the fall sports season about to wrap officially, winter sports are about to start. With that in mind, let's take a look at the upcoming Prescott High School boys basketball team. Last year, the team went 17-11 and overall and 9-3 and in the region. Good for second place. 
The Badgers fell in the opening round of the playoffs to Mesquite 93-70, the eventual state champion. The Badgers are getting back a couple of key contributors from last season, including Uriah Tanette, who was second in points per game at 15.8, and Zane Gall, who had 7.4 points per game. Each of those two are entering their sophomore seasons. Jake Hilton is also returning after averaging nearly six points a game last season. Joining the show now to continue previewing the Prescott High School boys basketball season is head coach Travis Stedman. Coach, how are you? I'm awesome. How are you? I'm doing great. Thanks so much for joining the show. Hey, before we start previewing this year's team, for those who don't know, how long have you coached the team for? Uh, this will be my fifth year. Uh, my fifth year as head coach. Um, before that, I spent a couple of years at Embry-Riddle, and uh, before that, I was there for about eight years. So I've uh, come and gone for the last decade and a half, just about. So. Gotcha. So uh, you, you mentioned uh, coming back uh, to Prescott. Uh, what brought you back to Prescott? Uh, just the opportunity to get back at Prescott. It, uh, you know, once uh, Coach Neely was uh, able to move on with his career and uh, kind of left a uh, an open spot there, and fortunately enough, they uh, they reached out to me and uh, gave me the job. So it was pretty much an opportunity thing, and it was something I always wanted to do. So it uh, was kind of a uh, a perfect storm, if you want to call it that. So last year, the Badgers had a 17-11 and 11 overall record and finished second in the region, falling in the opening round of the state playoffs. Uh, what was learned from last season that can be brought to this year? You know, experience is always a big thing. We return about five or six kids this year. Um, you know, when you step into the uh, – we had the fortunate um, outcome of being able to make it to the playoffs, and that's something that you can't simulate unless you're actually in it. And so just the experience portion of last year is really going to really going to translate over to what we're doing this year. I mean, a lot of the stuff that we do is pretty going to be pretty similar to what you saw from us last year. A um, couple new faces, but for the most part, you know, it's just uh, the ability for us to get those minutes on the floor and, and uh, you know, compete. As you mentioned, a couple of players are returning from last year's team, including uh, Uriah Tanette and Zane Golf for their sophomore season, along with uh, Jake Hilton for his senior season. What kind of growth are you expecting from those guys and the other returners? You know, there's a massive, just naturally a massive growth between a freshman and a sophomore. Uh, just maturation is, uh, is really big. And when you put that into perspective with guys like Uriah Tanette and Zane Gall, I mean, you would think that, wow, that uh, – that's an exponential, you know, increase. And honestly, it's an exponential increase. Um, you know, Uriah's grown and he's added a lot of, uh, a lot of muscle to his frame and, uh, you know, he's been playing football and that's helped him a little bit. Um, as far as the, uh, you know, putting the mass on, um, he still as quickly as, or as quick as he is, or was last year, um, Zane has, has really filled into his body, his, uh, his shoulders are considerably bigger than they were last year. He's leaving the floor quicker. Um, you know, he's just, uh, he looks like, he looks like somebody who's in high school now. And these kids just look like babies when they were there, you know, the first part of the year last year, but now they look like, you know, you know, high school varsity basketball players. So it, uh, it's pretty incredible. And Jake Hilton, man, uh, his athleticism has just blossomed. I mean, he, uh, he was hampered a lot last year with, with some injuries and he didn't really get off the ground and uh, you know, his, his season never really started. It was just kind of a, a, you know, false start every time. And this year I expect him to, to come in and contribute right away. And 
be one of our team leaders and one of our best offensive players and defensive players for sure. Perfect. So uh, what have you seen from your team so far through practice with the season about set to start? You know, it's been kind of strange. We uh, this year, more so than any other year, uh, we've had a lot of a lot of dual sport athletes, a lot of football players. So we honestly haven't had the full squad in practice all year. And uh, we won't have them for the scrimmage that we uh, that we participate in. Um, and depending on how good they do in the playoffs, we may not have them for our first game. So it uh, it really it, it hasn't felt like the season has started. But the beauty is we've had a lot of these kids that are going to play some JV. Um, you know, when the when the uh, returners come back, the football players come back, they're going to move down the depth chart a little bit. But those kids are getting some some real reps and they're going to uh, their game is going to grow exponentially, too, because a lot of those kids didn't get the reps that they had last year. So now they're getting actual varsity practice reps and. You know, for some of them, it's been a uh, it's been a, a reality check. But uh, you know, it's it, it's stuff that as we move forward and further down the line, it's going to come in huge for sure. Uh, is there an area of focus that you believe the team will be particularly strong in this year? Maybe on the offensive side, defense, ball security, something like that. It's going to be hard for me to believe that we're not going to we're not going to have problems scoring. Like we'll be perfectly fine offensively, I think, barring anything crazy. So honestly, our biggest concern, our biggest point of emphasis this year is definitely on the defensive end. We have to get stops. I mean, it's, you know, not to sound like a coach, but, you know, you can't win without playing defense. And, you know, I'm an offensive-minded guy, but I'm also not crazy to think that you can only play one half of the floor. <laughs> we uh, we have some, uh, some really good athletes that uh, – can really cover some ground and we should be and have been up until this point, a pretty good defensive team from what we saw this summer and what we've seen in the fall. Uh, we have the opportunity to do so. It's just, uh, you know, it's just a matter of, of being able to do that for 32 minutes and getting the stops that are necessary. Got one more question for you. Uh, season gets underway, a road game against Mountain Ridge on Friday, December the 2nd. First home game comes a couple days later on Monday, December the 5th against Cortez. Uh, what will fans see this year when they come to the games? You know, I, we expect to have a pretty fun brand of basketball. Like we, uh, we really like to get up and go and get as many possessions in as possible. Uh, the first part of our, our season this year is uh, we, have some, we have some new faces that we haven't seen in the past. I mean, we go to Mountain Ridge. Uh, they're a 6A school, and uh, on the road, first game of the year, It uh, and not knowing a whole lot about them because we've never played them before, it'll be an interesting kickoff to the season. Um, Cortez has a couple of kids that are returning that uh, can really play, and, uh, you know, so that'll be an interesting home opener for us as well. That's a Monday, which is uh, always a strange day to have a basketball game, but uh, so you never know how that's going to play out. But I can, I, I can promise you that uh, – we're going to be as entertaining as possible and, uh, you know, hopefully get some wins along the way as well. All right. Hey, thanks so much for joining the show coach and uh, good luck in the season. We hope to have you on again uh, throughout the season. Hey, my pleasure. Anytime. I really appreciate it. I love what you guys do. So uh, thank you. Yeah, appreciate any time. Thank you so much. As for the Prescott high school girls basketball team, they are looking to bounce back after a tough season last year. The team only won two games and lost all 12 games in the region. 
The Badgers are only returning a few players from last year's team, but Zolibis is coming back after leading the team with an average of 10.9 points per game. Joining the show now to continue previewing the Prescott High School girls basketball season is head coach Jamie Johnson. Coach, how are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing great. Thanks for joining the show. So last year was a hard season for the Badgers, but what was learned that can be put forward to this season? Um, well, just the, the whole part of having a new coach, you know, it takes some time to know what, um, a new coach's philosophies will be like and what they're expecting from you. So I've got Zoe, Zoe and Rain Libis. And, um, last year, um, Rain was, um, all region honorable mention as a freshman and she's, she's thought of very highly from around our region. She's, She's just a great girl to be around. She is a hard worker. She's very coachable. And plus, she's talented. She has a great shot. So we'll hopefully be putting that to use. And Zoe was a transfer from Trinity. And so unfortunately, she had to sit out half the season last year. And so that's going to be a big help to us this year to have her for the whole season. And she is, um, she's also got a great shot. She can handle the ball well. Um, so she can run, you know, she can run the top a little bit. Plus she can act as a shooting guard also. So, and then Maddie Brandon is one of our only, um, post players. We're, um, we're on the smaller side this year. So we will look to her for, you know, to work on some of our, down low game so she'll bring a strength in that aspect to our game uh what kind of growth are you expecting from uh those three this year having played another year on varsity well they'll be able to hopefully show their leadership skills and um show those younger girls some of the things that you know having the experience of and Cause that's what, um, like I said, we're going to be young and, and some of that inexperience comes into play, but hopefully those three girls can step it up and, and, um, you know, have a voice in sharing with those young girls, what they need to do and, you know, show some of their leadership skills. Uh, so, uh, what have you seen from your team so far through practice, uh, with the season about to start, obviously, as you mentioned, uh, a lot of younger players. Well, I'm very grateful because um, besides one of the varsity players, these girls spent the summer together playing ball and they really have a chemistry and um, that helps them a lot. So they got to play the whole summer together. So they have, they have some time together and that they've spent together and on and off the, on and off the floor, which is going to be a huge asset. Um, The, the younger girls, I have, I have a lot. I, I feel that I have a lot of talent with those younger girls, and so that's that's going to be a strength. Um, I have one freshman. Her name's Isabella Apt, and she, honestly, in my opinion, is somewhat of a positionless player. Um, she can, I can put her up at top. She can run point guard, or I can put her down underneath the basket. She's super athletic and very coachable, and has a a pretty good IQ of the game. And, and so she's going to be one that you're definitely going to um, be watching for. Perfect. 
Uh, is there an area of focus that you believe the team will be particularly strong in this year, uh, whether offensively, defensively, or, you know, maybe ball security, something like that? Yeah, for sure. Um, I believe we're fast. We have a lot of speed. And so we hope to use that as, you know, offensively getting the ball down the floor. And I would love to put a lot of pressure on the ball and be, you know, a defensive team. And I think that we have the skill set and the speed and the athleticism to do that. And so I would like to put a lot of pressure on other teams so that we can have the opportunity to run that ball. And so I see that being one of our strengths. And then uh, one final question for you. Season gets underway at home against Mountain Ridge on December the 2nd. What will fans see this year when they come to the games? Well, hopefully, like I talked about, they can see a lot of intensity um, going hard, um, fast-paced game, and, and and the girls having a good time. Um, it's we, we have a tough one there at the first, you know, facing Mountain Ridge, a 6A team, but it'll be good for the girls. They'll get to see where they're at and um, – where we need to grow and and gain some ground so i'm really looking forward to it awesome hey thanks so much for joining the show and good luck in the season thank you thanks for having me thank you now it's time to whip around central arizona sports and get you caught up on what happened last week and what's to come with football being the last fall high school sport and winter sports not yet underway we'll jump right to collegiate scores And we'll begin with the Embry-Riddle Eagles, as both soccer teams competed in the respective CalPAC tournaments. The men's men's soccer team captured the crown with a 5-2 win over La Sierra in the semifinal and a 2-1 win against UC Merced in the championship game. Lucas Garcia and Jaur Oliveira scored the winning goals for Embry-Riddle. They now move on to play in the first round of the NAIA Men's Soccer National Tournament on Thursday against St. Thomas. The women's soccer team, after beating UC Merced 2-0 in the semifinal, lost to Westcliff 1-0 in the final. They move on to play in the first round of the 2022 NAIA Women's Soccer National Tournament on Thursday against Northwest at 6.30 p.m. at Varsity Field in Prescott. Keeping with the Eagles, the women's volleyball team lost 3-1 in the first round of the 2022 Cal Pack Tournament on Thursday, ending their season. They were 16-13 overall with a 13-7 conference record. The women's basketball team went 1-1 last week with a 75-70 win against Arizona Christian, but a 62-50 loss to Corbin. In the loss on Sunday, Megan Strickler led the team with 15 points. They sit at 4-2 on the young season. The men's basketball team is also back in action after some time off as they play Northwest on the road Friday at 3 p.m. They are 1-1. Switching over to Yavapai College now, the men's basketball team returned to the floor on Monday in a game against Ortero. They are back on the court Tuesday at home against Navajo Technical University at 7 p.m. The women's basketball team picked up a couple of wins last week, 71-55 against Arizona Christian University and 73-66 against Park. In the win against Park, Keisha Anderson led the team with 22 points and Kayla Cervantes added 18. At 2-2, they play in the Eagle Classic in Utah this week, beginning against Snow on Friday and Utah State University Eastern on Saturday. As I do every week, I'll end the show talking about state sports. Sure. I said the season was over last week when the Cardinals lost, and I still feel that way. 
but they kept at least a small hope alive by beating the defending Super Bowl champion LA Rams and basically ending their season. They did it with their highly paid franchise quarterback on the sideline, and the offense seemed better. AJ Green reemerged and had some nice catches, and they did more than just screen passes. I'm not going to say, as some others have, that Colt McCoy is the answer. He's not. What is the answer is getting Kyler Murray to be the quarterback he can be, and more importantly, finding the coach who can do that. It's clearly not working with Cliff and Kyler anymore. And I don't think you point the finger at Kyler because of one good game against a weak Rams team that wasn't starting their quarterback either. I'm Torrance Dunham, and this has been Talking Central Arizona Sports, part of Talking Glass Media's Cast 11 Podcast Network. Come on back next week as we'll recap the opening round of the playoffs for the Badgers and Bears, as well as take a look at Bradshaw Mountain's basketball seasons. Have a great week, and we'll see you back here next Tuesday. Thank you.